This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back. Today, I am joined by Adam Bold, who is the founder of Points of Difference Travel and Events. And the reason why I'm really happy to introduce you to Adam is because he has reinvented himself and his business three times in the last five years, and he's done so with a big smile on his face. So let's get started. So today I've got Adam Bold, who is the founder of Points of Difference Travel and Events, and they are a specialist agency in events, tours, travel experiences for the LGBT plus community and their friends. And as you can already hear, Adam runs a business in events and travel, which is not the most exciting industry to be in right now. So welcome, Adam. <laughs> Thanks, Francesca. Yes, it's, it's certainly interesting times. Yes, and I'm really happy to have you here because you have been with us in the Genius Bunch now after graduating from Clever Bunch four years ago. I think for you've been with us for like five years or something. And in those five years, you have reinvented yourself and your business maybe three times? Yes, yes, I think so, yeah. From yeah. starting, com coming in as a very, I suppose, inexperienced business owner, but also working for somebody else in their travel business was very confusing for me, trying to work out what I was actually doing. And then um, about three years ago, I moved out on my own and then went, great, here I am, this is what I'm doing. This is my business now and I can concentrate on that. And the, the irony was is about, about this time last year, we really did a lot of work on consolidating what the business was, understanding what we could go to investors with a pitch with and that sort of thing. Um, and it was actually that was actually really exciting and it, it gave me direction for the business and like a five-year business plan and we were going to grow from just doing events and start doing tours and then move people to through our ecosystem to become travellers with us and book their travel. And, of course, all of that got shot down uh, <laughs> by the coronavirus. So, so the business now doesn't really look like we're doing any travelling for two years, so we've had to actually go back to where we were and go, let's look at Australia and what can we do? Yeah, and, you know, that it, it, it has been very impressive to follow your journey from, from working part-time in your business while you, you fund it by having another side hustle. and then going full-time into your business and getting really, really clear on your offering, your audience and what they want and providing an amazing service for your community and now changing it all again. And throughout the whole time, you have always stayed optimistic and, and positive, which I find very impressive. So your mindset is, is very strong. So two questions. One is, what, what are you, what's your current reinvention? I know you just launched some new products this week, I believe. Yes. Yes, very exciting. Um, it, it was one of those things in looking at basically going, what can we do now? Because we need to get money in the business now. Because, and touring products and travel products are, you know, six months to 18 months away. And we thought, well, what can we do right now? And um, something just popped up and I saw someone was actually doing a virtual um, gin tasting class. And I thought, that's a really good idea. And I contacted them and in conversation with them, I had one of those light bulb moments where um, 
I realized that the person I was talking to was a storyteller. And they were really passionate about gin and, and their products that they have. And we've done other events in the past where we've done sort of dinner events and, and we've, we've done art gallery events and tours where we get to meet the artists and, and that sort of thing. And I suddenly went, this is fantastic. We actually, we've got really amazing artisans and craftspeople in Australia that have really good products. And there's these really exciting stories behind them. And I suddenly went, we could actually do something with this. And so I came up with a framework called the Speakeasy Session where we do a deep dive into food and beverage and get the stories behind the experiences and connect with those people. Because it's not just here, drink this or taste this or eat this. It's actually, here's the reason why we are serving this. And this is the story of how this actually came to be made. And I think that's what makes it an experience, not just, you know, having a meal or having a drink. It's actually something much more. And we're partnering not just with the artisans that actually are making the produce, but also with queer performers and LGBT entertainers and drag queens and providing sort of a cabaret environment, particularly with our virtual events to start with, that allows us to give something that's, that's entertainment on a much broader um, sort of canvas. Yeah, and that's something that you're really good at is, is that, that bringing experiences to, to your audience. And I think that's why you are popular in, in your community. What, how do you make decisions? You know, you, you seem very creative, but you're also running a business. So you have obviously the right brain and the left brain working together. <laughs> how do you make these decisions? How do you go from being a global provider of experiences globally to now going, okay, I guess we're staying in Australia? Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. It's as much as I hate the word pivot because everyone's using it, but that's what we've all learned to do. And I think, I mean, a lot of this is, and it's, you know, you guys bang on about this all the time, that you've got to test things. You know, you try something, you test it. Um, one of the challenges we've had running things like Gay Ski Week Australia, it's only an event we do once a year, so it's very hard to test things because it's 12 months apart. Um, what we've got now is an opportunity to actually do weekly or bi-weekly, bi-weekly, twice-weekly, events every two weeks. <laughs> um, bi-weekly events is a whole different category. Um, <laughs> Um, I think in Australia, there you have a word that nobody else yeah. does. <laughs> uh, but doing stuff more frequently um, and so that we can try stuff and see how it goes. And the really good thing about what a lot of us have learned to do is engaging in the digital space is being able to do things virtually means you don't have to get a venue organised um, and those sort of things which can be a barrier sometimes because of the costs associated with it. Whereas now we can actually try something have tasting boxes delivered to people's door all around the country and then everybody dials into a Zoom call and connects and gets guided through an experience. And we've never done that before and that's really exciting. And that idea we've got to extend to things like our art gallery tours, which are a walking tour through Paddington in Sydney. But what we'll now look to do is do some live streaming and Facebook Live. And I've already had one of the artists say, I want to do this. And I said, that's great. This is the stuff we want to do. So it's, it's just, I think, we, we have to sort of see what's there. And some people are being very... Uh, there are a lot of um, queer artists that have been quite inventive in this time. A lot of drag queens have suddenly gone, they can create content. And it's interesting, I had a conversation with one of the people working with us um, who's, who's creating content, and it's the same thing about marketing. Content is king. If you've actually got content, you can do stuff. And if you're creating your own content, I think the world's your oyster. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I also like how you 
you have been very inventive or, or very clever about your packages too, because yes, a lot of people are moving online very quickly because they have to, but you actually combine an offline element with the online element and the offline element is you send people something and experience in the mail, a, a tasting box, for example, for this particular product and then the digital where they can join you online with, uh, with a fellow people that in your community. And I think that's really a good recipe that you're using. And something else I have noticed with you is that compared to other people in your industry, there are obviously a lot of businesses in the travel and events industry that have really also taken a big hit through this pandemic and suffered. And a lot of them have just put their head in the sand and are just waiting for something to change. And you have, as soon as this pandemic hit, I, I believe that you have just gotten to work. Uh, it, look, it, it, we were hanging a lot on being able to operate Gay Ski Week Australia, which was located at Falls Creek in Victoria. And so when, and, and, and it was actually looking very positive because the New Zealand borders were closed. We actually had about 300 pre-registrations for the event which was huge for us. We've, we've never had that much pre-interest. And that, that, you know, one email address in that list could represent six or 10 people because um, we were talking to groups of people in Sydney and Melbourne. Um, we would have had the biggest year ever. Um, but then the borders closed, you know, Victoria went into lockdown, the resort stopped, the lift stopped turning and that sort of thing. So that was the moment where I went, okay, this isn't going to happen. Um, and I must admit at that point, I think I went into decline for about two weeks. Um, and that was probably the time where I was most depressed. Through most of this, I've been able to, to actually keep fairly positive with the future facing stuff we had going on. Um, and, and there was enough to do to keep that ticking along. And we did a lot more back end stuff about the ski trip this year as far as packages and, and the, in the website. But, um, yes, yeah, to suddenly go, oh, we can't do that. And I sort of sat there for two weeks and went, what the hell do we do now? Um, and it's yeah, just like, yeah, to go from, from a very positive outcome. Yes, and, 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 yeah. and it was that realisation for me hit uh, with a lot of my colleagues that were basically, you know, your traditional travel agents, they were dealing with this about three or four months earlier when they had to deal with a lot of refunds and, and all of that and basically handing money back, uh, which was so devastating for them. So we sort of escaped a lot of that, fortunately, but then... Yes, the, the gates closed. Um, and, but, you know, you have to get money into the business. Like, you go into survival mode because it's just like, I have to pay bills. JobKeeper's been great because it's helped pay the rent, but we now actually need to operate. Um, and the thing is, too, is that we've realised that people still want to do things. Um, people, it's, it's the problem you're solving is that people want to do stuff. Whether they're locked in at Melbourne or in Perth um, or somewhere else, they still want to do things. We thought, well, what can we do now? Travel will come back and domestic travel is going to come back first. And we're seeing that already. And we already hear that, you know, accommodations booking out in regional New South Wales and South Australia now uh, and that sort of thing. But it's, and it's an interesting problem with the gay community particularly is that connection or disconnection is a problem we deal with a lot. Um, and, you know, there are people that are isolated in, you know, country towns and that sort of thing. And suddenly when you start doing stuff in a virtual space, Anyone can connect from anywhere. So the community aspect broadens. And I think that's something that's very exciting. And it's through that that we can help each other keep positive as well. Yeah, I really like that. And, and what I'm hearing is that you obviously 
you, you run a business and you know that, okay, I need to put some, I need to get some business because I need to get some cash through so I can keep running this business and, and paying your contractors and team members. And then on the other hand, you, you know, cause I, I was wondering, and my question was going to be why and how, because I know people need to hear this, why and how you can stay positive when you're really literally facing a wall sometimes. And, and one thing that I'm hearing is because you also have a, a vision and a mission to support the LGBT plus community and you're seeing how actually with this current scenario you can probably help and support even more people in more rural areas is that also a little bit why you stay so positive or what else is the secret here <laughs> well yes i mean part of the work we did with the business planning last year is we identified our customers as as, as you know that's one of the key things to do and and we recognized that the lonely traveler was a key category or the, the lonely person that you know wants to come and connect and and it's we're lucky in a sense that, you know, we have communities in Australia of different types. And I've been very fortunate that I've, through associations like the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Business Association, um, through Basic Bananas, you know, they are, they are community, they're communities of people with different interests, but they are places where we can gather and share stories and talk. And that's been invaluable, I think, through this. You know, every Wednesday morning, or most Wednesday mornings, I have a, a, a breakfast group. And, you know, we get there and we're just small business people generally talking about what's going on. We used to meet face to face, but now that we've gone, again, gone digital or virtual, we're actually seeing people from a little bit more diverse and even from overseas coming in. And I mean, I think the thing with all of this is that you, there is a mindset that actually says there is an opportunity here. There's always an opportunity. Um, I started the business just as the, after the GFC. Um, and, you know, interesting time to start a business. Um, and that was 12 years ago. And I'm still here now. And the more that I keep doing this, I keep going, well, we've got to this point. Um, and, and I think through this whole process as well, my, my, business, my confidence is the thing that keeps increasing. And I, I actually think the problem that I have is that I don't think big enough and that I keep limiting myself in what I'm thinking. And it's, and it's been one of those challenges for me is, actually thinking bigger and dreaming bigger and going, okay, what can we do here? What's an opportunity? Um, and how do we make that work? Yeah. Otherwise, um, you just you just sit at home and, you know, stare at the computer. Yeah, and, and I, I agree. I think for our listeners too, as, you know, as you say, being part of communities where you're supported and you have like-minded people in different, you know, for you in the club, in the genius bunch in different industries and your breakfast club, if we can call it yes, that. Yes. It's really helpful to, to have that and to be surrounded by people that are in similar situations. I'd love to switch gears and talk a little bit quickly about marketing because yep. we often, obviously, on this show talk about marketing strategies. And I'd love to just hear a little bit about what are some of your favorite marketing strategies and campaigns that you have done over the years or even over the last few months. Um, it's... I <laughs> I'm one of these people that was always really bad at doing my homework for basic bananas, and it's been great that I've had years to keep practicing. Um, it, you know, I find that, have, you know, the mailing list is invaluable. You know, the, the guests or the clients that you have that, that you have on the database are actually your first advocates. And if you can farm that list well, um, they're, the easy, they're the easy targets in a sense. Um, they're the people that will talk about you to other people. 
So I think having a good list and having contact with those people, uh, and I can already see that from the uh, events that went on sale yesterday, um, there's someone there that's in, in Sydney that's already purchased tickets to it. And he's been to the ski trip and he's been to some of the other events on the cruise. And, you know, he's returning guests and he's wonderful. Um, and now we're picking up more people in Melbourne. But, you know, the mailing list is great. You can drive that from your own website or from, you know, any, anywhere else. But I have to say, I think, particularly in our community as well, like Facebook works really well for me, but it's not just, advertising or you know having my own pages the organic nature of the news feed is people ask you for stuff and they ask you for recommendations and so spending some time going through your news feed and just seeing what people are asking that's how I've picked up some business in the past is people have said I'm going here does anybody know what I can do and you go well actually yes I can help you yeah. and that's an organic you know type of thing yeah that's really that's actually really clever and and uh, I'm glad that you're sharing the strategy here. That's quite clever. So you're using your personal Facebook profile and yes. look through who has some of your friends because you're all in the same community who is asking for what and then helping people. Yes. And the other, I mean, to extend that then is that there are the Facebook groups and I think I'm in, I've got to check the list. I, I mean, I've, what I've done is I've gone through and looked at LGBT groups. Um, like there's a gay Sydney group, a gay Melbourne group, um, there's queer businesses, um, there's the bears groups, and if you don't know what a bear is, it's a, it's a hairy, larger male. Um, so part of, part of one of the subgroups in the community, that's a whole other podcast in itself. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm in those groups as well. And so you see interaction from people that might not necessarily be your friends, but are posting and commenting and that sort of thing. But then, of course, you can drop your Facebook events or other things into those groups as well and tell people about it. Um, there's groups in the in the Blue Mountains and at Parramatta. Now I, I'm not close to those areas, but I can reach out to them and connect with them through Facebook, um, which I think is actually really invaluable. So if you if you can place yourself in the right groups, you can leverage that as well. Yes, I love this this tip for our listeners. So joining relevant groups. So for you, obviously, it's very specific targeted groups, which is helpful. But most people have that, and then being helpful in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I know from talking to other other members um, in Basic Bananas, you know, the women's groups yeah. and the parents' groups. Uh, like, they're, they're, I, don't know, I don't know any of those, but I know that they're very useful as well. So it's just finding what resonates with your industry and, and what you're doing and connecting. Exactly, yeah. Even local groups, we have some of our practitioners like kinesiologists, acupuncturists, chiropractors, etc. They're in some local business groups on Facebook and then that's where they will engage with people and also some of these groups also allow you to pay advertising and then you can once a week you can post your your link to whatever offer you have that's really cool if you had one tip this is the last question if you had one tip to share with fellow business owners what would you tell them um look think big I, 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 I probably can't emphasize this enough. I think we limit ourselves too easily and that becomes a barrier and, you know, we can actually do a lot. Um, people are doing things they never thought they'd do as a result of what's happened with the pandemic around the globe. So I think if you think big and you dream big, you know, what have you got to lose? Yeah, that's a really great way to finish. And I think it's true if we can force ourselves to just think outside of what we normally think 
and right now we are forced to do that anyway. So this is a mm. good, good time to think bigger. And I, I had a conversation the other day, I'm not sure if it was here or somewhere else, about how right now, because you want to think big and you don't want to be limited by other people's limitations. So if you do have people in your life that, that don't believe in you and your big ideas, maybe don't spend too much time with them unless you're in lockdown with them. <laughs> you know, don't spend too much time with people that have limitations and then because of their limitations, don't believe in your big thinking. Well, there is the old, and I forget who said this, but you know, you are the sum of the, the five closest people to you. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that are limiting you, then you will be limited. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it, it, we, we take a lot from the people closest to us. Yeah. And I, I actually have found that this pandemic is a, a, good, a good time also to clean out the people that are limited. Yes. Oh, I've been per I have not cleared out so many people from my list. The, the, the 5G tinfoil hat brigade um, and the conspiracy theorists. The, the good thing with all of this, though, is they've become visible. So you can actually see what you're dealing with. And that's actually really important. Absolutely. Even inside your team, you can see obviously who is, you know, prepared and ready to step up and think big and who is busy doing conspiracy theories. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So. And, and the thing is, is you, you try things and then you go, okay, well, that didn't work. So we now need to try something different. Yeah. I love it. Well, we might have you back to talk about, but was it the bear, the bear groups? <laughs> I'm actually for my colleagues in the travel, um, travel agency I'm, I'm actually going to do a here's the queer community here's their LGBT here's the subgroups and how it actually works because like if you're talking about niche markets and understanding your audience there's a lot of categories you can work in so yeah you have a lot of categories there now did I is there any questions that I didn't ask you is there any questions you didn't ask me that you well that's like a question <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think so I mean it's 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 exciting that we've been able to put two new virtual event, events out, which are about, you know, exploring gin and exploring scotch um, as a way to start because some people don't like gin, some people don't like scotch. And, you know, that's where we're starting now. And that's really exciting. And I look forward to when we can do the face-to-face -face versions of those. But it'd be nice to think that we can keep going back and doing virtual ones every month or so because if we can connect with people elsewhere in the country, I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone would love to find out more about your events, where do you want to send them? Pointsofdifference.com or do you have another? Correct. Yeah, they can go straight to the website. Um, they can also find us on Facebook, um, the Points of Difference Travel and Events, um, and you can search for us there. But pointsofdifference.com is the easiest way to find us and the, there's links on the homepage. Perfect. So if you want to check out what Adam is doing, go to pointsofdifference.com. You can also message him through that website if you want to ask him anything or say hi. And... Adam, thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your good energy and your ideas and inspiration and motivation with our audience. It means a lot. Thank you for having me. And you, dear listener, thank you for tuning in and taking the time to get new ideas and get inspired and stay excited about your business, even when sometimes you don't want to feel excited. So it, it also means a lot that you're taking the time to tune in. So thanks for listening. And if you want to leave us a review, you totally can. We like the five-star ones. <laughs> Bye for now. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.